Welcome to the Danger Hour. well how's your quarantine going are you starting to lose your shit is the honeymoon phase over with (laughs) have you had it up to your asshole with your family do you find yourself completely understanding the point of view of Jack Torrance from The Shining (laughs) Wendy darling light of my life you didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. <laughs> Is that what's going on? Yeah, I bet. But not me, because I'm a good husband and father. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, James. This is one hell of a time for you to insult people and put them down. People are going through enough, James. And the last thing they need is to hear you tell... All right. Take it easy, will ya? Everyone that's listening right now knows I'm just busting their balls, okay? That's what you need in times like these. You need the clowns. Send in the clowns. They're already here. <laughs> yeah! All right. How you doing? I'm your favorite clown, Jamesy Poos. This is the Danger Hour. And I will proceed over the next hour to do my best to take you on an audio journey through podcast land. But just want to warn you, there are times you're not going to like it. Okay, it's going to hurt. Then it's going to start to burn a little bit. But you know what? Then it's going to start feeling real good. Oh my God, James. Go on. Oh, Jesus. You always got to take the fun out of everything. Uh, All right, so, oh, speaking of fun, oh boy, did I just do something that made me giggle like a fucking idiot for a good five minutes. I swear to you, I I, I like to think that I've got a pretty good understanding of what's funny and what isn't funny, but why is the most simple dumb bullshit the funniest? And of course, I'm talking about fart humor. For the first time in my life, I just recorded myself farting and I sent it to a friend of mine. Actually, I sent it to my, a friend of mine and my wife. I have yet to hear a response from my wife. <laughs> and uh, the response I got from my friend was, uh, was not, was very underwhelming. See, I was, I was l- literally laughing out loud, dude. Like a, like a complete moron. I was almost on the verge of tears because just listening back to it and then sending it and then and picturing his dumb face when he opens the text and listens to it. It brought me so much joy. And then his response was like, gee, is that what you're doing? Or some horse shit. I was like, God damn it. it kind of ruined it for me. But <laughs> that five minutes or so when uh, I was going to record it, I got the idea too. And I was like holding it. Trying to get my my uh, recording app open 
just in time and then keep replaying it and sending it it was it was a pretty 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 solid five minutes of my life probably the best i'm not even gonna say probably this was the highlight of my day so far and then i started thinking is this how it's always gonna be am i gonna be like a man child my whole life because <laughs> i think it might be true because i i was uh let's see i had this job I think I was about 25 and they, one of the one of my coworkers was like 57, right? And we got along just fine. We would just talk shit and uh conversations we'd have you know, we were both on the same level and I was thinking at that time like, man, this guy's more than twice my age and we're able to hang out and bullshit and uh it's all good. So then I thought, you know, once you reach a certain age, or I mean, I, I'm assuming 25, maybe even younger, does your mind just not change? You just get older, but your mind stays the same. You're still like an immature idiot. <laughs> I'm going to be an old man fucking recording my farts and sending them to people. I probably will be. I really can't wait to be grumpy, though, and have the excuse to get away with really talking shit to people. And then you can't say anything because, you know. You're grandfathered in. <laughs> oh, my God, James. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I know. My dad is a... Uh, he's a very unique specimen. He he laughs like crazy at his own jokes. And look, I do the same thing, but he gets... He's a little, a little farther with it. But, uh, man, I really appreciate some of the shit that I say. More than anyone else around me at the time. <laughs> and I promise you, if, if people could see the shit that's going through my head, the images that I have, or the thoughts, or the little scenarios that I create, they would all be on board too. Because I'm like living my own little stupid world all the time. And uh, I just, sometimes I'll just start laughing for no fucking reason, and people look at me like, what's, what's wrong? Like my wife, why are you laughing at? I was like, ah, forget it. Me even trying to explain it would not do any good. She, she still wouldn't get it. Oh my god, I just came up with a great idea. Do you guys want to hear the fart text that I sent? Oh my god, James, what a setup. I feel so duped. This was a long con all along. No, I swear, dude. I li literally just thought of it. I was like, I have the fucking thing. Why don't I just play it for you instead of just talking about it? So <laughs> listen to this comedy gold, all right? <laughs> Oh, I'm a moron. I really don't know why that makes me look so fucking happy. All right, I'll move on. I'm sorry. And actually, those uh, those farts brought on some pretty violent shit. And uh, that leads me to my new segment this week on Shit Talk. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, <laughs> it was a rough one, you know? So, <laughs> uh, anyway, and I won't get into details of that. But you know what? I did want to comment on something. Uh, my buddy Peterson... Peterson? He has a podcast. It's called The Bed Files. I've been on this podcast a couple times. And those are available on iTunes and wherever podcasts can be found. So anyway, I, I listened to one of their episodes recently. And the, the guy on the show named Danny, he brought up the question to the Peterson and, and the girl. The girl, Doogie. <laughs> if they put their finger in their asshole when they're wiping. After they've taken a shit. And once again, this is the new segment called Shit Talk, in which we talk 
about shit. So I wanted to address this question. Undress it, James? No. How about you undress me? Oh, Jesus. I wanted to address this question because uh, I was happy to hear him say that because I thought that was one of the few that really got in there. But it sounds like they don't really go too far in. I think he says, uh, how did he phrase it? He phrased it like, do you insert ever so gently or ever so slightly or some shit like that? I'm going to be honest, dude. I probably get up to the f- to the first knuckle deep. Yeah, I-, I get in there. I make sure my ass is sparkling clean when I'm done with it. Prove it, James. No. Take my word for it. Take my word for it. Because, oh, and also, I'm a big uh, advocate of, of wipes. Ever since I had kids, we refer to them as wipies. So... <laughs> If I'm ever out, I'll say like, hey, bring me some wipies. <laughs> Is that whack? Is me saying whack, whack? I don't know. So yeah, I use wipies on my ass too. I, I, I like it to be real clean. And I learned that trick from uh, another dude who I went camping with years ago. We went on a whitewater rafting trip and uh, there was a porta potty in this, <laughs> this campground. And I, I addressed the group and I said, okay, I got to take a shit. I'll be back. And this, uh, this guy goes, hey, you want, you want the wipes? And I'm like, what? He's like, you want some wet wipes? And I looked at him funny and he goes, dude, I'm telling you, try it. Because once you do, you'll never go back. And that motherfucker was right. I felt so fresh and clean. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's lovely. Uh, I, I would imagine most of you guys do it because... Because uh, of the coronavirus, COVID-19, when you go to the store, all of the toilet paper is wiped out and all of the wipies are gone. Now, I don't know if that's because people have babies, but I'm going to assume it's more because they're cleaning their asshole. (laughs) And uh, you know what? I've done some real soul searching about this whole thing because I do use wipies. I'm thinking about really upgrading my toilet system to a, to a really fancy as fuck bidet. I think I'm going to go for it. Oh my God, James. And after you use it, I can use it. And then it'll be like we're sharing an experience. No, it won't. Not even close, you creep. Yeah, I want to really spend a whole bunch of money on this because a lot of your life, you're taking it. Well, I'll speak for myself. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Put what in my mouth, James? Oh boy. We'll talk later. I spent a lot of my life on the toilet taking a shit. So, I mean, shouldn't you really invest some good hard money in uh, getting a, at the best you can get? <laughs> I, one time, I only used a bidet one time, I think. And it was in a stranger's house. Don't ask why. It was an empty house. Don't ask how I got access to this empty house with this brand new bidet toilet system. I think I might have been the first one to use it. I think I might have stolen their christening uh, rights. <laughs> and I shot it in my ass, and boy, oh boy, was it lovely. I really enjoyed it. So I can totally get on board with it. I think I'm going to make it happen. But I also heard that there's, I guess there's a, whole, there's a really expensive one where you can make the water warm so you're not shooting cold water in your ass. I don't know. Although... When I do have splashback, you only drop a log and the water shoots right up to your butthole and he gets right in the center. That's called splashback. When it's, you know, it's cold water, so it's always like a kind of like a nice surprise. (laughs) 
All right, and that's been the very first episode of Talking Shit. <laughs> See you next week, boys and girls. Oh, I should do that. I'm going to enter that in post. All right, I have to address something that I forgot to do in the last show. Because the last show, I was all over the place, right? The car was swerving all over the road. And I started to tell you guys about a secret. I started to tell you in the last episode, and then I veered, made all kinds of crazy turns, and then I totally forgot what my original point was. So this is my secret. And I told you uh, at the time, I, I started talking about it when I said I had a theory and then I had to put it into experimentation mode, right? To see if my theory was correct. And guess what, boys and girls? Oh, it was. So, my theory was, with all this COVID-19 shortages, I said, why don't I go to a Mexican place, a Mexican supermarket? I bet I'll have some luck in a Mexican supermarket because the Vons I have next to my house... I am not exaggerating when I say the water aisle was completely fucking wiped out. The meat section, completely wiped out. The lunch meat section, wiped out. Uh, Let's see, the toilet paper and and wipes, of course, I already mentioned that. That was all wiped out. Uh, All the cleaning section was wiped out. The the, uh, uh, cleaning chemical sprays and all that. All of it, gone. Let's see, what else? What am I missing? Something else. Uh, a lot of the milk was gone too. Anyway, and, but I don't drink milk because I'm lactose intolerant. But the family does have almond breeze, so uh, I think that was all gone too. Any, oh, and all the bread was gone too. This whole fucking store was like worthless. And I go, God damn it! What am I gonna do? I started to I started to worry a bit. Then I thought, why don't I go to the Mexican grocery store? And boy, oh boy, were they stocked like crazy. They had a fuckload of water. And it was crazy because they have they had the gallon water jugs, but they had like a six-pack of the gallon waters. And it said limit three. And I'm like, oh my God. And they had a whole pallet full of it. And I was like, oh, this is fucking sweet. So I got, what was that? Uh, 18 gallons of water in a fucking shortage? I was beside myself. But they got wise because the next time I returned to that store, they wound up cutting the package of the six-pack and selling them individually. Then it was like limit four. So I went from 18 waters to four. (laughs) Which is dumb. So I actually wind up going in, getting four waters, taking it outside, putting on a fake mustache, walking back in, changing my shirt, and then, you know, doing that about five times. No, I don't do that. But you know what I want to do? I want to walk into the store. Because, you know, everyone's have to, you have to wear your mask. You have to have a face covering. I feel like walking in there with my Michael Myers mask. I have, like, the legit one. The, it, looks, it's a, it goes right over your head and covers your whole head. All you can see is your eyeballs. <laughs> I told my dad that. Uh, he goes, yeah, you should do that. But you should put a, you should put a surgical mask over that mask. Ah. So maybe I'll, I think I want to try it. What are they going to do? Make me leave? (laughs) Why? I've got my face covered. Anyway. So yeah, that's what I wanted to tell you guys. But there, this is not foolproof because I told my, I was talking to a buddy about this and he's like, yeah, dude, 
yeah, maybe where you live, but I live in a predominantly Mexican area. So all the Mexican stores are kind of fucked up or wiped out too. I'm like, oh, fuck. So I guess maybe you just go to your minority store wherever you live. If you live in a, in a mostly uh, Asian place, go to a Mexican market. If you, if you live around a bunch of dirty Mexicans, go to the Asian grocery store. You know what? I don't like Asian grocery stores. They have that really bad uh, seafood smell through the whole place. And they got a bunch of weird things that I don't recognize, so it makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I can't read the labels. <laughs> boy, oh boy, I crossed off my racist remarks for this week. All right, moving right along. Oh, speaking of my dad, my I don't know if your parents call you or if you call your parents. Are you, a good, are you good kids? Do you call your parents every week? I know a guy who visits his parents every single week. I mean, not not recently because of what's going on, but... Every week, he'd go visit his parents. Is that what good kids do? Well, then I guess I'm in the other category. But anyway, my dad will call me once in a while. Hey, hey what are you doing? Banging your head against the wall? Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> so I took my parents wine tasting last uh, two years ago, maybe. And uh, one of these wineries had, had these nice wooden chairs out on this like overlook. And he's like, oh, these are nice chairs. And I'm like, yeah. And oh, my wife goes, you know, she comments like, oh, yeah, I really want some of these chairs. That would be nice to have these in the backyard. And he's like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll make you a couple. And she's like, really? Yeah, that would be great. Please, let me see. All right, yeah, I'll make it. And I'm like, there's no fucking way this is going to happen. <laughs> he's not going to make shit. So it's been two years, and there's been nothing. <laughs> and uh, now my wife, um, like a couple months ago, goes, Hey, did your dad ever start making those chairs? I'm like, all right, let me ask him. Next time I was on the phone with him, hey, uh, what's up with those chairs? It's only been a couple years. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to make them. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's on my to-do list. I'm like, Pfft. there we go. Just like a husband, right? Oh, yeah, I'm going to get it done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I won't hold my breath, fella. So he called me yesterday. And he's like, yeah, so, uh. Yeah, I need, I need to buy the lumber for your chairs. I'm like, okay, so get on it. And he's, <laughs> he goes, yeah, as soon as I get it, then uh, I'm going to make them. And I go, I literally literally said, well, tick-tock, motherfucker. And he's like, ah, 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 ah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to get to it. What color do you want it? I was like, all right, just fucking do it. Then I was thinking right after that. It's like, great. What if I'm actually like lighting a fire under this guy's ass? He makes them, and what if they suck? Like, what if he does a really shitty job and it's like, oh, no. What is the etiquette on that? How long do I got to keep those things? And can I ever throw them away? Hey, what are those chairs I made you? Oh, shit. Remember that one windstorm we had? No, it's California. Oh, yeah, that was a real bad one over here. Blew them away. Goddamn shame. I love those chairs. Thanks again for making those. (laughs) Uh, I hope he does a great job. But, uh, you know, it probably, he probably will never do it. What am I even saying? It'll never happen. <laughs> but it was funny because uh, I was like, oh, so you, are you going to make the back curved? Oh, yeah, it's going to be curved. It's going to be, yeah, of course. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he, uh, well, we had a, a death in the family recently. And we were talking about that. And then, you know, he's like, uh, hey, I was thinking, um, if you if you got cremated, well, what would you want to be done with your ashes? Would you want to hand them out to people, or uh, what would you do? And I told him, of course, I've already, if you know me, if you listen to the show, you already know my plan. But of course, 
since this is a podcast about talking and I've got, <laughs> I need content, I'm going to repeat this for the 10th time. When I die, I've given my wife specific instructions to cremate me and then use my ashes in a bunch of brownies. Okay, make put my ashes in a bunch of brownie mix, make a bunch of brownies and hand them out to people. And then after they're all done eating them, I want her to play a pre-recorded video that I already was going to put together about me explaining what just happened and laughing at everyone. You know, one last hurrah. That's my plan. She says she's not going to do it. But legally, if I put that in my will, isn't she required to do it? I'm no lawyer, but I did play a lawyer on TV. Yeah, so uh, I told him that. He's like, ah, ah, ah. And I said, honestly, I want a Viking funeral. Oh, yeah, no, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. I was like, why are you asking me this? What, where's this coming from? Because I was talking to your mother, and she said that she'd wa- she's going to want to get cremated and uh, put my a- her ashes in an urn. I, I don't want to look at that. I don't want that. <laughs> why would I want that? I was like, no, nah, that is a valid point. I understand. I get it when people do it, and I get it when people are against it. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Okay, uh, let's just move right along, shall we? I don't have a good segue, so, uh, and now this. Do you ever feel like your life is a movie or a TV show in which you are constantly being put in these bad scenarios and you're getting this bad reputation and it just keeps getting worse and worse. <laughs> no, James. But I bet you're going through that right now, aren't you? And I bet we're all going to hear about it. Yeah. You guessed it. So I recently switched over from the location I was working to a new location. All right? And the reason I did that, believe me, I was close to home. Very close to home. But the reason I switched is because my uh, seniority level was taking a big hit. So I was getting fucked. I was getting passed around every week. My schedule would change like three times. I was getting annoyed. And I wanted to switch over when this opening came up for this location. I'm like, you know what? I'm doing it. And it's not very far at all. It's like five miles farther. Big deal, right? So <laughs> the reason I, the most, mostly the reason why I did it is because the boys... Little League was starting back up, and I was going to coach, right? But surprise, surprise, enter COVID-19. <laughs> so it was kind of for nothing. But anyway, it's been good because uh, I, I've had the, the morning shift and uh, no complaints. But when I first went to speak with the boss at this new location, I could already tell once he looked at my file that he did not want me. <laughs> And this dude did everything but just say, I don't want you here. You know, he was like dancing around it the whole time. And he's like, you know, uh, you aren't going to be uh, much different than the, the, the place you are now when it comes to seniority wise. You're going to be about the same. And I go, uh, really? Because I had a fucking I did my research. OK, I, uh, I asked a friend of a friend to send me a screenshot of the seniority list. So I knew where I'd be. And I was like double what I was in my other location, right? And this guy's like, yeah, you'll be about the same. And I go, oh, yeah? Because this is when I was realizing, oh, okay, this motherfucker, he's trying to talk me out of coming here. He doesn't want me. And now, look, my file is thick. I've done a lot of dumb shit. But it isn't my fault. Oh, my God. 
God, James. Here we go. Cry me a river. Run from your responsibilities, James. Don't take the rap. All right. Now, look, some of the things I I was... That <laughs> was deserved. Deserving. But a lot of stuff that uh, I got like written up for and all that stuff was fucking dumb. It was not valid. And some of them, you know, whatever. I'm not going to get into it, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure if you're listening, you can tell that I'm a very intelligent person, but I'm also a fucking moron. So uh, there's that. <laughs> So, yeah, he's, like, asking me questions about my uh, my file. Oh, uh, yeah, I looked you up. And uh, I'm going to tell you, some of the things you do over there, it's not going to fly here. I was like, oh. I was like, all right, like what? And he's telling me. And I'm like, okay. And I'm just kind of filling him out, right? And uh, he's he's making it a point to, like, flop his dick on the table to show me that he's the dominant, you know, I'm in charge, that kind of guy, right? Um He's laying it on real thick, but he's also making it real clear that I probably shouldn't come on board. So then at the end of the meeting, I go, uh, well, he goes, well, it's up to you. So whatever you decide. And I'm like, all right, well, how long do I have to think about it? He looks at me funny. He's like, uh, you can tell you can let me know tomorrow. I was like, all right. So I called him up the next day. I was like, all right, I've thought about it and I'm in. Oh. Oh, you are. <laughs> and I said, look, I thought about what we talked about. And I just want to let you know right now, I'm not trying to make any waves. I do not want to be on the radar. You know, I just want to get in there, do the job and get out. And I go, and uh, whatever your rules are, I'm going to play by your rules. He's like, all right. That's why I'm good. I like to hear that. Okay. Well, I'll see you this day. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so now I'm, uh, now I'm there and I'm, I'm working there and, uh, I'm trying to, because I, I already know that I'm on the shit list. I'm, I already know it. And I got shit from my buddy, too. Like, what the fuck would you do that if you're already on his shit list? I'm like, I'll grow on him, right? <laughs> That's my stupid plan. And I get there, and uh, everything's fine the first day, right? And he's showing me this. He's he's uh, showing me around, talking to me about this and that, blah, blah, blah. He answers all my questions. Everything's fine. I was like, okay, good. Starting off good. Great. And then like a week later, the wife gets sick. And this is like among the the coronavirus, all that shit going on. And so I I have to take, they, they offered some like emergency leave if uh, your family is sick or blah, 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 or yourself. And so I take like a week off. So I can, because the kids are home. No one can, we're all in fucking quarantine. So no one can come over and watch them. And they can't go anywhere. So, uh. Yeah, I t- it, t- it took almost a week off. And I come back, and he goes, I'd like to see you in my office. I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. He goes, I have a report from your last boss. They have to fill out a report every time the you, you transfer out. I'm like, all right, you're not going to like it. I was like, oh, what the fuck? So I'm reading this thing. Now, my my the last place I was at, we uh, the boss is kind of new, like, you know, not even a year. So I don't know him that well. He seems fine. We've been friendly. We've talked and stuff. And this motherfucker totally fucked me <laughs> as I left. It's like it's like you went to someone's party and you thought, yeah, that was fun. That was that was good. And you leave and they throw a fucking egg at the back of your head. Like, what I do? I thought everything was cool. So, yeah, this guy says 
you, you know, you, with my rating when it came to my coworkers, like it was not good. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like I'm getting along with every single person. I talk to everyone on my team, you know, in my blah, blah, blah. Like everyone's cool with me. I'm like uh, Switzerland, man. I have, I'm cool with everybody. Even the guy that fucking everyone hates. He'll call me and I'll talk to him or I'll text him. Whenever, whatever his question he has. Even that guy. No one likes a guy. But I'm cool with him. And uh, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, and then he said, like, I had a bad attitude. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like happy-go-lucky jokester and shit. I don't know what he's talking about, right? So the thing, and uh, I'm reading this thing. I'm like, wow. And he's looking at me, read this, this new guy. And I'm just, no, like, I'm just shoveling more shit. Like, here we go. Getting deeper and deeper in the hole. And, uh, <laughs> and then I look at him and I go, I do not know where this came from. And he's like, looking at me like, yeah, right. So I tell him, I'm like, this guy's pretty new. I'm like, I don't really know him too well. I don't know why he wrote these things. And I said, uh, I don't know why. It says I have a bad attitude. And I was like, oh. Then it clicked. This one time, uh, they tried to stick me on this shift. I talked about this on the show a while back. They tried to stick me on this night shift or whatever. And uh, I wound up getting the union involved. And I wound up being right. So I think he got mad that I had to go to the union because he was saying that I was wrong. And so, yeah, I won. So I think he was bitter about that shit and just uh, wanted to give me one last fuck you on the way out. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so that's that, right? And something I can do about that. But in, I just told the guy, like, like, I don't, I can't believe this. This is not true. I don't really know the guy too well, but I've never done anything he's saying, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, then he goes, all right, next thing we got to talk about. And he slaps a piece of paper on the desk. And it's a fucking write-up <laughs> from him. And I'm like, this must be a fucking record, man, to get written up so soon after after jumping on board in a new place. It must be a record. I'm like, what is this? And I'm reading it. And he goes, I specifically told you not to do this, this and that. And uh, the very first day he goes, do you remember me telling you that? And I was I was looking at this guy and I go, you never told me that. Yes, I did. I remember specifically. And I said, is there any chance you're mistaken? No. I remember exactly the moment. I'm like, and I'm thinking, dude, no, you did not tell me this. You didn't. Because I would have fucking followed the, your, the instructions. Obviously. Like, I just got here. Why would I want to do anything wrong? I'm thinking in my head. So then I, that's pretty much what I say. I go, I go, look, if you told me to do something a certain way, that's the way I'm going to do it. Because... I don't want to make any waves. Uh, I'm not. I'm trying to stay completely off the radar. I said, I just want to come here, do my job, and get out of here. I'm like, I don't want any problems. And he's looking at me. When I said that, he kind of like, nah. but still, like, he goes, you know, it was his word against mine. And who the fuck is going to be wrong, him or me? And then he pulls this one out. Well, you got to look at this. Look at this guy's report and look at what you're telling me. And what do you think the logical conclusion is? I'm like, oh fuck. It's just like a TV show or a movie, like I told you. Like, it just keeps getting worse and worse. And, like, what, what can you say about that? And I just shook my head. And I was like, ugh. And I said, look, all I'm going to say is, you know, if you would have told me, then I wanted to have done it. And then I said, do I have to sign that paper? And he goes, not if you don't want to. I'm like, well, I don't want to. <laughs> he goes, all right. Think it can't get any worse? Well, it sure does. <laughs> So later on, I was uh, I was on a job. I'm not going to go into detail, but let's just say uh, something was 
documented. This guy followed up on it and came back to me with photos. Like a week later, he went back. And he came back to me with photos and like, look, this is not the way you said it was. I'm like, what? And I said, well, I don't know what to tell you. That's how, this is what happened when I was there. This is what I saw. This is what happened, blah, blah, blah. That's what I did. Well, it's not matching up. So I think that, uh, and I said, what are you accusing me of? I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm thinking like, you fucking asshole. You're accusing me of lying, you dick. And uh, I was like, well, it sure sounds like it. <laughs> so there's that. dude. So this guy like thinks I'm a, I'm a real piece of shit. Because whatever fucking happened, something changed in the meantime. And it looks like, oh, I was forging something or I was lying about something. So anyway, think it can't get any worse? Well, it does. So I wound up fucking aggravating my back again recently. It's just like, it keeps progressing and progressing. I look like the worst fucking asshole to this guy. So now I'm reporting an injury. And now I'm back on light duty for another week. (laughs) And so I'm seeing this dickhead a lot more. But the funny thing is, He'll come and we'll joke around and we'll we'll talk about stuff and he's totally cool, right? And then, you know, he'll be like, "Hey, uh, why don't you go ahead and take a little, take some long, take longer lunch, all right?" It's like, just, you know, don't get crazy, but uh, go ahead, take take more, take way more time. I was like, "Huh, all right, things are getting better." <laughs> then it's like later, like today, it's like less than ten minutes before I'm off, right? I go sit in my truck because there's nothing else to do. In the, in the office, so I go out, sit in my truck, which is not against the rules or nothing, and then I get a phone call, and it's him. I'm like, oh, no, now what? And he goes, hey, where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm in my truck. Oh, yeah? Prove it. Honk your horn. Beep. Okay. All right. No problem. Just wanted to see where you were. Make sure you didn't leave. I'm like, before you're, before you're off, I'm like, oh, I would never do that. He's like, okay. All right. Later. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, man. Oh, oh. <laughs> but you know, the funny thing is all these things that are happening, it just makes me laugh. Like I'm, I'm annoyed at the time, but I just start laughing about it. Like this is fucking ridiculous. This whole thing is ridiculous, but it couldn't go any other way. <laughs> all right. I like to, uh, I like to rip someone's ass for a bit. This guy named Brian, you know who you are. Because I just said your name, asshole. (laughs) He made some outrageous claims. He did not believe that I was doing the Sylvester Stallone impression on the last episode and said that I probably outsourced it. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Ridiculous. I'm going to tell you right here, right now, you son of a bitch. This is a solo podcast. It's only me, and I'm far too lazy to outsource anything. What is wrong with you? Besides that, it's not even that great of an impression. (laughs) I know it isn't. It's just a fun segment, that's all. And to prove it, I'm going to take this time to perform a dialogue from the original Rocky between Mick and Rocky. And here it goes. Me, 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 me. I've been coming here for six years, and for six years you've been sticking it to me, and I want to know how come. You don't want to know. You don't want to know how come. You want to know. You don't want to know how come. 
Okay, I'll tell you. You had the talent to become a good fighter. But instead of that, you threw it away to be a leg breaker for a cheap second-rate loan shark. Hey, it's a living. It's a waste of life. Don't you ever question me again, you son of a bitch. Uh, hey, Stallone? Yeah. Will you come here and do me a favor real quick? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, will you tell my friend Brian something for me? Just just read this real quick. All right. Hey, uh, hey, Brian, why don't you go fuck yourself? You know? Thanks, buddy. Hey, I'll see you later, okay? We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do that thing we talked about. Okay, so I think that settles that, and I will be waiting for my apology. All right, moving right along. Well, it's only been five days since I recorded my last podcast, so I really haven't lived much life to report upon, except for disappointing my new boss repeatedly. So uh, (laughs) I already covered that. So I will have to consult my notes. Uh, I got a couple things here I don't think I ever talked about, but uh, who cares? So one of them is, oh boy, a few months ago, maybe more, we have a friend that uh, turned 40 and they had a big party for her. It was at her house in the backyard and they went all out, dude. It was pretty fucking sweet. It was, they had a big old tent set up, a tent, you know, like a big, uh, I guess it's just called a tent. I don't know how to explain it with a, with a bunch of carpets and couches and, uh, really, really nice. There's some, um, some tables set up. Um, it was really sick and she had a, it was a gold theme, black and gold. And so, uh, you had to wear black and gold and you had to dress up fancy. So I got, I got myself, I got my suit on and, uh, uh, Amazon, I got, you know, like a gold tie for cheap as fuck and a little gold vest. I looked pretty sweet. I'm going to be honest with you. I look pretty classy. So we go and, uh, you know, everyone shows up, but the fucked up thing is, and look, if you're ever going to have a party, please do not hire a bartender. It just ruins everything. Because every time I've seen a place with a bartender, it's always the same shit. There's a line of people waiting. Just let people make their own shit. Because because of that, I wound up doing something very stupid. Me and other people. Because there was such a big line, every time somebody, one of our friends would go in to line to get a drink, everyone was like, hey, give me one too, give me one too. So everyone would go up there. Uh, you know, me too. I'd go up there. Oh, let me get 10 uh, vodka, you know, carbonated water. What the fuck that is? Vodka and tonic, whatever it is. Let me get 10 of those and like <laughs> make them all. I just keep passing them to everyone. And so because of that, every time someone was in line, it's like, hey, give me one too. Because you're not sure how long it was going to be before you can get another one. So we wound up getting so shit-faced because the line was so long. So we were like, you know, <laughs> we were kind of pressured into getting all these drinks when when we should have been, uh, if we would have had no bartender, we could have went at our own pace and made a drink whenever we wanted. So we had, we figured we had to take advantage of every time one of our friends was in line because I'm not fucking around. Like every time you were in line, you were in there for like 20 minutes, just waiting. Come on. And so you had to make the most of it. So yeah, I want to be getting so shit faced along with like a handful of others that I like, I was blackout drunk. I don't remember like half the night and the next day, the wife's like, um, I think you are being mean to someone. I was like, what are you talking about? I think you're calling someone a faggot. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. Oh, no. And uh, I don't remember who I was mean to. I don't remember saying anything. And so I start uh, texting my friends, you know, like, hey, uh, 
if I was a dick last night, I want to apologize because I, I was blacked out. And like, you know, most of the people responded with, dude, I don't remember shit either. And I was like, oh, sweet. And like, nah, you're good. We're having a great time, this and that. So cut to uh, like a month later. We go to another friend's uh, house because they're having a party for their kid. It's a kid's birthday. And we get there and it turns out he was the one I was being mean to. <laughs> and uh, someone like someone brought it up like, oh, man, that last party, this and that, right? And then someone someone mentioned it like, I think someone mentioned, oh, you know, he thought he was being a dick and this and that. And the guy goes, yeah, you're being a dick to me, man. I'm like, oh, fuck. I had no idea. And I felt like a complete asshole. I felt like a big fucking asshole because, you know, what kind of dickhead blacks out and makes a scene, you know? And I guess I wasn't making that big of a scene because a lot of people blacked out apparently. But I felt like such a dick because it's not the first time it's happened, you know. Or it's 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 made problems. My fucking blackout drinking. Now I'm not gonna say I have a problem. I'm just gonna say it's caused problems. <laughs> oh God. But uh, anyway, the whole point of this whole thing was, do not hire a bartender. But if you ha- if you really want to, make sure you got like three people working. There was one dude, and it was a big waste. And all he was he wasn't even a bartender. He was making shit that anyone can do. Vodka and fucking soda. That's it. Or whiskey, Coke. He wasn't doing anything complicated. It was retarded. It was a waste. And it ruined the party for a lot of people. Oh, fuck. Anyway, I mean, would you call that a success if you don't remember half of it? But uh, does that mean you had fun? I don't fucking know. I want to... I kind of want to not check out, you know, and be on autopilot. That's pretty creepy. I don't like that feeling. Jesus Christ. Anyway, all right. And um, the other thing I have in my notes is about torture. <laughs> pretty random, I know. But it says, uh, it, it's from when I was watching Game of Thrones. So you can tell it's been a, it's, it's been a while. So this one is talking about uh, when Cersei, 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 what the fuck's her name? She was being tortured in one episode. And I was watching the episode and like I'm thinking, okay, it's always the torture scenes always are the same in every movie or TV show, right? It's always, you know, tell me what I want to know. No, never. And they keep fucking torturing the person. They keep torturing the person. And then they finally tell them. <laughs> they finally tell them what's up. And it's like I, w- I was just thinking, why? Why not just spill your guts and get it over with? Just tell them what they want to know. And save yourself. You're going to tell him anyway. You might as well keep all your appendages. Right? You might as well keep all your feet. You know what sounds like seems the worst? When they start sticking shit between your fingernails. Ugh. Ugh. Well, that's probably not the worst. The worst is... Oh, you know what? Have I ever mentioned this before? What I would do if I was a medieval torturer guy, the first fucking thing I would do... Okay, I'm not playing any games with you. If I'm torturing you, I'm going all in right from the beginning. You tell me how long you would last. I'm going to strap your ass to the table, and I'm going to tie your legs and your arms to each corner of that table. It's going to be a pretty big table, by the way. (laughs) So you're going to be all spread open with your legs, and your arms are going to be spread wide. You're you're totally vulnerable. And I'm going to go up to you 
with a razor blade, and I'm going to hold your, your cock. You've had my attention, James. Oh, just wait. I'm going to hold your cock. I'm going to put a, ra- a fresh razor blade right in the tip, and I'm going to hold it there and say, all right, you ready to start talking? I fucking guarantee you, you'll get all the answers that you want. Could you imagine that? Oh, I'm cringing just thinking about it. Just imagine just moving it to the side slowly. <laughs> oh, shit. You will hear everything you want to know. Guaranteed. No fucking games. I'm not starting with the fingers and working my way. I'm not doing that. Start with the dick. You will have full cooperation. Guaranteed. Tell me I'm wrong. You want to be a tough guy? <laughs> All right. Slit, slit, slit. Slit, slit, slit. All right, let's start closing the show out with a little segment I like to call I Fancy It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's I Fancy That. I fancy that as a segment in which I talk about something nice and lovely. Oh, something that makes me happy. Something that I fancy. <laughs> so for this fancy, I kind of wanted to give you some recommendations for uh, shows to watch. You know, because we are still in quarantine. Tune, 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 tune. So there you go. I want to give you uh, some recommendations because there are a lot of shows out there. And you probably have already seen these, but uh, I'm just, I'm just going to tell you the ones that I've watched and I rec- recommend. So, I'm just going to come right out and say it. For all, those, for all of you that never got on the Breaking Bad thing, I mean, I haven't watched it recently, but that is probably the greatest show I've ever watched from start to ending. It's pretty fucking solid. So, if, you ha- if you've never watched Breaking Bad, now is your opportunity to binge and don't come up with any more excuses because it's fucking wonderful. Uh, another one that's similar to that that uh, is Ozark. Now the first season, pretty fucking good. Then we started watching the second season, but for whatever reason, we stopped watching it. And I couldn't remember why. It's possibly because maybe Game of Thrones came back on or something and interrupted us. I don't remember. But we recently started getting back into it, so I can't talk about the second season because we're still working on it. But the first season is pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. Uh, so I highly recommend Ozark. That's with Jason Bateman, who is very likable. And uh, let's see what. Oh, the first season of Kidding. I fucking loved it. I just started the second season today, actually. I came home from workies and I ate myself some foodsies and I started watching a showsies. Kidding. Uh, oh, by the way, my, my family left again. They went to go. She went to go visit her parents again. I don't know why so soon. Uh, I think they might be getting uh, cabin fever, but yeah, they went out there to hang out in their backyard again. So uh, that's that's why I'm doing a show so quickly. They're gone. Might as well. So uh, anyway, where the hell was I? Oh, yeah. So I started watching. I watched one episode of Kidding the season season two, but season one is fucking good, dude. I loved it. It's uh, Jim Carrey. He plays like a Mr. Rogers type, Mr. Fred Rogers. And uh <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It's pretty fucking dark and pretty twisted. So uh, if you're a fan of this humor on this show, I think you'll I think you'll dig it. All right. Next up, uh, me and my wife just watched this recently. I don't know. I don't. Maybe it's not for everyone, but uh, but we really enjoyed it. It's just like a, a nice little change. It's a it's the redheaded chick from It. 
she stars in it. So she's a teenager in high school, and she's been having these uh, these issues, and it's called uh, uh, what the hell is it? Called? I am I am not okay with this. They're they're short episodes, only seven, so it's a quick thing. Uh, I think we only we fin- you know watched a couple. I think we're done like in three days because we watch a couple per night. But uh, but uh, I enjoyed it. It's it's like a quirky show. Um, it's dark and also. It's got some humor. It's got some good acting, but uh, <laughs> it's pretty fun. It's like it's like the Breakfast Club meets Stranger Things style, but uh, it's not it's not super sci-fi. But I think I think you might uh, dig it. Anyway, so I am not okay with this. That's on Netflix, and um, another one on Netflix. My my dad recommended this show, and I immediately once he told me that, he's like, "Hey, um, you should watch this show." And I was like, no way. Why? Why? What's the problem? I said, last time you recommended a show, I hated it. It was super cheesy. No, this one's good, though. You should try this one. Um, because we're fans of Braveheart. And so this he's like, yeah, it's like Braveheart, but it's, it's, it's better. And there's, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of sex in it. <laughs> and I was thinking, is, that, is he recommending it for that? Or uh, is he just giving me a disclaimer? But... It's called Outlander. And I got to tell you, the first episode we started watching it, I'm like, eh, it's kind of slow. And it starts to pick up towards the end of the first episode. And then the second episode, it gets better and better. That fucking first season is really well done. It kind of gets wacky in season two and three. I've only seen season two or three because it's only got three seasons on Netflix. So the rest are on, uh, I forget what channel, like Showtime or Cinemax or something. So I don't have that channel, but um, the first season is so fucking good because the villain on there. Oh, oh, dude, there's some real, real tension that they they do it really well. I recommend just watching the first season and then jumping out. If you want to keep going with it, it's fine. But the first season is is pretty fucking killer. Um, And the chicken there is hot. Uh yeah, there's there's some pretty sexy scenes in that show too. It's kind of like you know you're watching and it feels like a soft core. When you were a teenager, did you ever watch soft core porn? Like oh man, so they only show like the chick's boobs and then she'll be grinding on the guy. They never show any penetration or nothing like that. That's pretty much what this show does. Sometimes it gets kind of like weird. Like why why do they have to put a sex scene in that in this? <laughs> it's like totally uncalled for, unnecessary, but you still enjoy it. You still enjoy it. Um. But yeah, dude, some of the scenes though make make for some real fucking anxiety. Uh shit, dude. Uh so fucking good. So well done. The villain is great. So um I recommend watching the first season of Outlander on Netflix. Let me know what you think. Tell me if I'm a way off or whatever. How can they do that, James? Oh, it's funny that you asked. The Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. Send me an email. If you like. Let me know what you think. Give me some constructive criticisms. Tell me to go fuck myself. You want to send me a song recommendation? I'll listen to it. You want to send me a movie recommendations? I'll watch it. You want to send me a recipe? I'll make it. You want to send me new photos of your mother? I'll look at them. As long as they're tasteful. I'll still look at them. <laughs> I'm a silly goose. The Danger Hour. All right. I think I have uh, one more show. Is that it? What else? Oh, I recently just finished uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I finished the whole fucking show. 
I don't know if you're into that, but uh, if you like Seinfeld, you'll totally dig this show. Um, I I happen to really enjoy it. My wife fucking hates it. She just can't get on board. She likes Seinfeld. We watch Seinfeld together all the time. But for some reason, she can't get on. You know what? She says like this guy, everyone on the show yells at each other too much. That was my complaint about the Goldbergs. This might be a Jewish thing, Jewish humor, because everyone's always screaming and yelling at each other. But uh, I really, really like Kirby Enthusiasm. The, the writing on it is so fucking good. It's very strong. Um, it's fucking funny, dude. If <laughs> So yeah, if you're in the mood for a goofy-ass, silly show, I, de- I definitely recommend Kirby Enthusiasm. Uh, I think that's uh, all I can remember. My brain doesn't work all the time. But how about this? How about if you got a show you recommend for me to watch, send me an email. I'm always uh, interested in the new shows that uh, people are into. Um, but there's there's a lot, dude. So only give it to me if it's fucking incredible. Okay. Um. Also, uh, I recently have decided I'm gonna try to get into Battlestar Galactica. Uh, I guess the the not the original from the 70s. I guess from the from the 2000s. Apparently, it's I keep hearing over the years. I keep hearing people talking about it. Like, oh, it's a good, what's good sci-fi show. And I recently heard an astronaut talking about the Expanse. So I'm gonna try to give that one a shot too. That's another sci-fi show, saying it's really well done, coming from an astronaut. Okay, so I got to give it a shot. I like sci-fi. So yeah, any recommendations, uh, let me know, and I'll check it out. Oh, we just finished, you know, we just finished, um, fuck, The uh, Outsider on Netflix, the one with Ben Mendelsohn. Um, You know what, it started off good, I I didn't think it was that great of a show, I think it was overrated, I think it ended kind of whatever, but anyway, I think it was anticlimactic. But so yeah, hit me up. Let me give me a give me a show that's absolutely fantastic. Let me know. All right. Oh, by the way, some movies. Uh oh boy. I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but The Lighthouse. Dude, if you like you like off the wall fucking creepy weird movies, The Lighthouse. Ooh, boy. It's the same people that made um The Witch and also Oh, what's that movie called? Where the chick goes to like uh, Sweden, and they have like a weird ass traditions. Midsummer, that no, oh, that was a crazy fucking movie. I recommend that one too. That one's off the wall. It's that company A twenty four. They're uh, they have they're getting a lot of steam. A lot of people are talking about their movies, so they're uh, they're making a lot of cool shit. But yeah, the lighthouse is pretty fucking out there. It's Willem Dafoe and uh, Robert Pattinson. If if you like twisted weird movies, this is up your alley. It's pretty fucking sick. Um, well, I, you know, I like watching some trippy ass shit. So, whatever, I recommend it. And Jojo Rabbit is pretty solid. That's a fun. Uh, it's got humor. It's got the feels. I recommend it. It's a. It's a. It's a. <laughs> the lighthouse is the one where the guys are stranded in the lighthouse. I don't know if you know that if it's a black and white movie from from uh, like 1900 or 1890s or something. It's it's pretty fucking crazy. It makes you feel like you're actually in that time period, and uh, it's a uh, it's a trip. Jojo Rabbit is a World War II. It's like a silly version of you know it's a play on fucking around with Hitler. So it's uh it's 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 hilarious. Go for it. All right. So all that stuff. I 
fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary fuck you moment in here. We go. Fuck you! Uh, all right, the fucking moment is the opposite of fantasy. When I get negative again, I talk about some shit that really bothers me, really chaps my ass. Oh boy, oh boy, I finally got a conclusion to this one. Now, one day, uh oh, <clears throat> one day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So why steal them? Because he thought it was good sport because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money, that can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. So one day, I get a random phone call while I'm at work, and uh, for whatever, I never answer calls if I don't know who it is. But for whatever reason, I was like, eh, I'm going to answer this one. I answer it, and it's my daughter. And she tells, she asked me if I know how to do uh, music editing. And I go, what are you, I'm like, where is this coming from? Like, that's the first thing she goes, do you know how to do music editing? I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, my teacher, uh, or her, not her teacher, her, um, she's in that color guard. She's like, my, my color guard coach needs to uh, edit a song to, to shorten it, to cut a, p- a part out so that it's short for our routine. I was like, uh, well, I could probably do that. But I just need to know know what song it is and all this stuff. She goes, okay, I'll find out. So I wind up doing this. I get the song. I uh, find out from the from the woman what time she wants, from what time to what time she wants removed from the song. And then, you know, you chop it up from the middle and, and the, the beginning to the end and, and fuse it back together. Splice it back together. So I do it. And it's seamless. I'm very proud of myself. I'm like, all right. So I put it on a flash drive. I give it to my daughter. She takes it to her coach. Uh, the coach uses it for the performance. And she tells her to tell me, oh, thank you very much. It's perfect. Blah, 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 blah. blah. I really appreciate it. So whatever. So I tell my daughter, as I don't forget, to get my flash drive back. And apparently this woman isn't there all the time. She's only because she's the coach. So she's not always there every day. Uh, and she's like, okay, I'll, I'll, whenever I see her, I'll ask her. And I'm like, all right. So, you know, a couple days pass. Did you get my flash drive? Oh, no, she wasn't there. I was like, okay. So, like, another day. She should be there tomorrow. It's the next day. Did you get my flash drive? I asked her. She said she forgot it at home. I was like, oh, God. I was like, all right, well, this is your responsibility because you asked me to do this for your thing. Um, so, don't forget, okay? Make, pretend it like it's yours and keep bugging this woman about getting it. And of course, dude, I forget. And like a week later, hey, what happened to my flash drive? Oh, uh, I, I forgot to ask her. I'm like, oh, God, come on. I don't want to make this a thing, right? So then my wife texts this woman, because I guess she has her number, asking about the flash drive. Oh, okay, I'll be by tomorrow and I'll drop it off. All right. So I happen to be home. The woman comes and gives it to uh, my wife outside. She comes in. She goes, oh, she wants to know, is this one yours? I'm like, what do you mean, is it mine? She doesn't know if it's mine. Oh, because she has one just like it. And it looks the same as yours. I'm like, oh my God. So then uh, I happen to be, like I said, I'm home. So she shows it to me and I go, 
no, that's not mine. That's a, like an eight gigabyte flash drive. I'm like, I would never buy an eight gigabyte. I think mine was like a hundred and something. And then she goes, okay, she's outside. So I'll give it back. I'll go, I'll go tell her. So she leaves. She comes back in. I'm like, all right, did you get mine? No. It's like, what do you mean? She didn't have it on her. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> she only had one in her car and she thought that was yours. I'm like, is this woman a fucking retard? What is happening here? I'm like, all right, fine. So guess what? Like a month or two has passed. All this, all this coronavirus quarantine horse shit. And, I, and the kids haven't been in school for a long time. And I haven't been thinking about it. And uh, I recently happened to get a new computer. Oh, my God, James. Is that where your stimulus money came from? I haven't seen you eating a deli sub, James. So uh, I'm going to do the math here. No, no, no. No, it didn't come from the stimulus check. I uh, I used my own money for that. Uh, and we will not talk about this any further. Hmm. Very curious, James. Very curious indeed. We're going to move right along. <laughs> so I happen to have a problem with my old computer transferring, trying to get my music onto the new one. Anyway, I'm not going to bore you with all the details, but I couldn't get the fucking files onto my new computer. And I said, you know what I should do? Just use my flash drive. Oh, it's not even fucking here. So I tell my wife, I'm like, will you text this woman and get her to give me my fucking flash drive? It's been like three or four months or however long. It's been. I don't even know. I'm bad with timelines. Okay, I'll text her. So she texts her and then I, I get it like the next day. But my fuck you moment is all that. Who does that, dude? Who fucking does that? If it was me, I would... I would specifically leave my house to go drop this fucking thing off because I don't want to be that person. If you did a, me a favor and, and you let me borrow some equipment to help me, I will not fucking sleep right until I get that shit back to you. If, 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 if I borrow money from someone because I'm in a bind, like, oh, dude, my car doesn't work. I left my car. I have no cash. Whatever. Do you mind? Like if I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here, here's five bucks or a dollar, whatever. The next fucking day I'm putting it in your hand. The next day. Because I will feel terrible knowing I owe this guy something. By the way, now that I just gave that example, I just realized that fucking Brian owes me $10. $10. Quarantine or not, you can fucking drive by and put it in my mailbox, you son of a bitch. I don't believe in sending money electronically. I don't like living in the future. Fucking weirdo. <laughs> now, look, I don't really care. But it is the principle on this whole thing. You know, eventually I'll see that guy. And, you know, we're supposed to get a drink together. It's been on the books for a while. But because of all this, it hasn't happened. So I'll make him pay up eventually. You're going to buy me a few fucking rounds, you dickhead, with all this you know, this interest that you've acquired. All right? I'm just putting it out there right now. We're going to go out, and you're going to pay for at least uh, seven rounds. That should make things right in my book. But yeah, this fucking woman. I, I, I don't get it. I do not get that type of person That is that has no trouble... There's no problem totally fucking ignoring this situation. 
after my wife has even te- that's something I, didn't, I left out. She's made attempts before this when I've remembered. Hey, did I ever get that flash drive? Oh no, no, she never gave it to us. Like fuck, will you text her? Oh, she didn't respond. That kind of shit, you know, irritating. So yeah, I wound up getting my flash drive back. Let's get the 128 gig. She tried to pass off an eight gig. That fucking <laughs> sneaky ass. Oh boy, I tell you what. I tell you what. But but should you be surprised? The answer is no. All right. Uh, so yeah, to her and all the people like her, and you know, and to you, Brian, until I get my seven rounds. I fuck you. Fuck you. All right. That's gonna do it. That's it. It's over. Take your shit and leave. But before you leave, know this. I'm sending you with a gift. That's right. I know you're sitting there, probably at home. Or are you, are you taking a drive right now? Whatever you're doing, I'm going to give you a gift to take with you. And I already gave you the gift of an audio journey through podcast land. So now I'm going to give you a journey through music land. Okay? It's going to be a, it's li- literally a journey, right? This is a 12 and a half minute song. You got what it takes to get through all of it? <laughs> Where are you going to go? What do you got to do? You're in quarantine. Just press play and listen to it. All right. Give it a few minutes at least. I know you lazy fucks. You can't pay attention to nothing nowadays. All right. This is a uh, a song off the album Deloused in the Comatorium by the Mars Volta. I don't even know how you pronounce the name of the song. Looks like it says Cicatriz ESP. I don't know. I'll go with that. But uh, it's pretty cool shit. These guys are pretty incredible musicians, so... Let's get weird, and as always, stay dangerous, my friends. <laughs> Later. Do you recall it? As it suggested back in, call the space in you. We'll drag your halo through the mud and